to the show. This is the Unknown Godcast. Today is Monday, July 1st, 2019. I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. I'm Missy. Welcome to July, everybody, and welcome to the show. We're glad you're with us. So glad you're with us. This is our daily Bible reading, Monday through Friday. We take a little bit of the New Testament and we read it out loud. We started uh, with the first, the Gospels, and we're working our way through. We've worked through all four Gospels, and now we find ourselves in the book of Acts. We're so glad. If you came along with us for this journey from the beginning, or if you're just jumping in now, we're so happy that you're with us. We just take a little bit of the Bible every day, try to get into it a little bit deeper, and just share a few of our thoughts. This is nothing authoritative. Please test anything we say with an open Bible. So We're like halfway through Acts now, right? Yeah, moving almost, right through almost it. Almost halfway or almost yep. halfway? Yeah. Just about halfway, yeah. Yeah. So, so right now we are in Acts uh, chapter 15 already. So we're following the apostles. They've been we're seeing their journey as they go out and spread this good news of the gospel. As they get persecuted. As they get persecuted, yep. So today we're going to see, uh, it's called the Jerusalem Council. This would have been the first council of the church hmm. to answer some, some very important questions. Oh, interesting. All right, so without any further ado, here we go. But some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles, brought great joy to all the brothers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, it is necessary to circumcise them and to order them to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. And all the assembly fell silent, and they listened to Barnabas and Paul as they related what signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they finished speaking, James replied, Brothers, listen to me. Simeon has related how God first visited visited the Gentiles to take from them a people for his name. And with this the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written. After this I will return, and I will rebuild the tent of David that has fallen. I will rebuild its ruins, and I will restore it, that the remnant of mankind may seek the Lord. And all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who make these things known from old. Therefore, my judgment is that we should not trouble those of the Gentiles who turn to God, but should write to them to abstain from the things polluted by idols, and from sexual immorality, and from what has been strangled, and from blood. For from ancient generations, Moses had in every city those who proclaim him, 
for he is read every Sabbath in the synagogues. Then it seemed good to the apostles and the elders, with the whole church, to choose men from among them, and send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. They sent Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brothers, with the following letter. The brothers, both the apostles and the elders, to the brothers who are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia, greetings. Since we have heard that some persons have gone out from us and troubled you with words, unsettling your minds, although we gave them no instructions, it has seemed good to us, having come to one accord, to choose men and send them to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who themselves will tell you the same things by word of mouth. For it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay on you no greater burden than these requirements, that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. So when they were sent off, they went down to Antioch, and having gathered the congregation together, they delivered the letter. And when they had read it, they rejoiced because of its encouragement. And Judas and Silas, who were themselves prophets, encouraged and strengthened the brothers with many words. And after they had spent some time, they were sent off in peace by the brothers to those who had sent them. But Paul and Barnabas remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord, with many others also. And after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brothers in every city where we proclaimed the word of the Lord, and see how they are. Now Barnabas wanted to take with them John, called Mark. But Paul thought best not to take with them one who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia, and had not gone with them to the work. And there arose a sharp disagreement, so that they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, having been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord, and he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Okay, so Acts chapter 15, the apostles and the elders get together to um, go over an important issue, right? It starts out with the very first verse says, uh, Men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, Unless you are circumcised, according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. It's a very important issue. So what they're saying is, is that it's not enough to believe in Jesus. Some of them were teaching others that. Some of them were they teaching, st- They believed yes. in Jesus, but they still thought the old law applied. Exactly. Especially circumcision. Okay. That that sign of the covenant, you had to do that, otherwise you weren't saved. So then it says, Paul and Barnabas had their debate among them, and then they were called to Jerusalem to get together with all the apostles and the elders and the churches. So a whole council gets mm. together to debate and talk about what they are to teach. Hmm. So they get together, they debate, I'm sure they prayed, sought the advice of the Holy Spirit, and um, you know it comes to the conclusion that, that Peter gives this little speech um, saying that uh, by his mouth, the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God knows the heart, 
by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did. He makes no distinction between us and them. Um, and he says, we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus just as they will. And he, he says to them, we can't, we can't put on them this additional burden, this yoke. Because some of the Pharisees were saying, or the, the member of the parties of the Pharisees were saying, uh, where was that? Verse 5, it is necessary to circumcise them and to order them to keep the law of Moses. Yeah. So this gets at the very heart of how are we saved? Yeah. And in and and, and verse 9, I think it makes it clear. It says, um, and he... And he made no distinction between us and them having cleansed their hearts by faith. Mm -hmm. So, and then he goes on to ask, you know, why are you um, placing a yoke the on their neck? The, like we talked about back, I don't remember, was yeah. it in Matthew or whatever? Adding, the beast, adding this weight to them. Yeah, like how a beast of burden had a yoke. Mm -hmm. It's a burden. It's right. a burden that mm -hmm. had to be carried. And so we don't have to carry that. Yeah. The, the the weight of the law. Exactly. The ceremonial law that was so much a part of um, Israel's history, you could see how they still couldn't separate themselves from that. But that law, all of those things that they did pointed forward to Jesus. But Jesus came and fulfilled the law. So the moral law still exists. Right, that's that's God's character. We still have to, we still we still have the Ten Commandments. Those are still binding. But all these ceremonial laws that Israel would do, those are no longer. You don't you don't need those. Nor could anyone ever do those perfectly in order to be saved. So I noticed that in the letter that he wrote, um, I guess to the Gentiles, uh, to both. Yeah. The council's letter that the, the whole council got together. They decided, okay, this is this is right. This, this is, is for wrong. all believers this too. This is for all believers. Yeah. So we're gonna write a letter, mm -hmm. and in the letter it says um, that uh, for for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay on you no greater burden than these requirements that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood, and from what has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. And you keep yourselves from these, and you will do well. So does that, does that mean that um, we have to still abstain from, well, I don't even understand, like, abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols. I don't even understand what that means. So I, I think what this is getting at is, is teaching moderation, to both the the Jewish converts and the Gentiles, because we're talking about two very different backgrounds mm -hmm. of people. Uh, the Gentiles, full of pagan worship. Mm -hmm. I mean, idolatry was just rampant. Is that what that I'm means? Sure, right. Um, to to stay away from what has been sacrificed. Well, to what I think what it was for was to 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 advise uh, both the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers that they should respect each other's areas where they come from, right? Mm -hmm. um, so even though these things don't save us, uh, we should do well to respect those those brothers and sisters, like those Jewish believers. Let's say we're in we're we're in the same you know congregation. I shouldn't just openly eat things that you just find appalling just 
just because I can, right? Mm-hmm. I should respect. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I should, I should be respectful of what your beliefs are, and that goes for the same as the Jewish believer. They shouldn't be laying on the yoke of, of circumcision, the law of Moses, mm-hmm. on a Gentile. But if somebody wants to do that, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to, sure. But but to say that you have to do this in order to be saved, right. that's where the, the false teaching comes in. Yeah. There's uh, nothing wrong with God's law, you know? There's nothing wrong with wanting to keep God's law. But to tell someone that you have to do all these things to be saved, mm-hmm. that's false. Because that cuts at the heart of the gospel, what the gospel is, right? So, I mean... The beauty of the gospel is that we cannot make our way back to God. We cannot do anything in our own power that can reconcile us to God. But God is loving. He's merciful. He sent his son, Jesus, to fulfill that law, that burden that you and I cannot do. We cannot do. Go back and read the law. Trust me. You cannot do it, even the first two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I fail on that one 90% of the day, every day, you know? That law, that burden has been lifted. Jesus fulfilled that law. So when we look to Jesus, right, not only does he bear the burden of our sin on himself, but he also gives us that perfect life that he lived. Right? He gives that to us, his righteousness. Yeah. Credited to us. His yoke is easy. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Right. Right? Yeah. So turn to him today. All right, guys, that is Acts 15. We hope you enjoyed it. If you like the show, please do us a huge favor. Uh, give us a rating and review on iTunes. That's a big help. And help just share the show. Let people know we're out there because we love to get a little more conversation going on all this stuff. So we hope you guys have a great day today. And God willing, we will see you back here tomorrow. God bless. God bless.